You are listening to Meet the Thriller Author, the podcast where I interview writers of mysteries, thrillers, and suspense books. I am your host, Alan Peterson, and this is episode number 155. On this episode of the podcast, we'll be meeting Mary Kelly Koa, who is the author of the Lefty, Agatha, and Anthony-nominated P.I. Kelly Pruitt Mystery Series. The latest book in the series, Denied, was published in May, so it's available right now. Had a real great time talking to Mary about her writing and her books, so stay tuned for the interview coming up here in just one moment. Just a quick reminder that you can find this uh, show on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Spreaker, uh, just about anywhere out there that uh, you can find a podcast, you'll be able to find this show. So please do take a moment to uh, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast uh, wherever it is that you like to listen to the, to this right now. And also do the check out thrillingreads.com for slash links for all my links and to join the uh, Thrilling Reads mailing list so you don't miss out on the uh, special deals on uh, thriller and mystery uh, books. So go check that out at uh, thrillingreads.com forward slash links. All right, here is my interview with Mary Kelikoa. Well, welcome to the podcast, Mary. Thank you for having me, Alan. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. You know, I, I should have asked you before I hit the record button, but did I butcher your last name? <laughs> no, you actually did great. <laughs> oh, awesome. Woohoo. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't happen often. So that you gold star. <laughs> All right. So can you tell us a little bit about your background uh, before you got into the uh, writing your books and publishing them? Yeah. So I started out um, right out of high school. I started working for uh, law firms. So I spent 18 years uh, working around lawyers and being a secretary, paralegal, kind of a jack of all trades, right? Just kind of doing everything because I work from small law firms to very large law firms. Um, and so I did that for 18 years. And that's where I've got my inspiration and kind of the whole love of mystery sort of thing going on. Um, and then after that, I was self-employed for 20 years. And that's actually what I do now is I'm self-employed and then started writing in my late 20s and uh, and took a little bit of a break and came back to it in 2016. So been kind of busy. Mm, yeah. Did you always want to be a writer? Like even when you were doing your your other work, it was always kind of on the back of back of your head? Well, when I was doing the legal work, um, I actually had a friend that we actually penned our very first novel together. And that was in my late 20s, early 30s that I was doing that. So I, I wasn't one of those people that wanted to be a writer as a kid. I definitely came to it later as an adult and being around the legal system um, inspired me more so than anything, but I actually read fantasy as a kid. I loved, you know, the Tolkien novels and, you know, that type of thing. So, but I found mystery and once I found it, I was, I was hooked. Hmm. And what are some of the, the mystery writers that, that, that kind of got you hooked and influenced you as a writer later on? Well, Mary Higgins Clark, for sure. Um, Patricia Cornwell, prior to that too, I really liked her novels as well. Um, but Sue Grafton, was definitely an inspiration for writing my PI series, but J.A. Jantz, Faye Kellerman, um, Grisham, of course, uh, Phyllis Whitney, you know, so several, you know, I like lots of different uh, mystery genres. So. And so can you tell us about the, about your, your series? Does uh, Kelly Pruitt who's a PI. Can you tell us how that came together and what's that, what's that about? Yeah. So Kelly um, Pruitt, it's a Portland, Oregon based, um, 
PI mystery series. And I think just having a love of the, the genre, Sue Grafton, like I said, I loved her, um, Janet Ivanovich with the Stephanie Plum novels. And I'd actually written three other novels prior to settling on this series. Uh, they didn't go anywhere and they were more amateur sleuth. Um, but once I found the PI series, I kind of felt like I'd come home and Kelly Pruitt came in fully formed into my head. I knew exactly what her family dynamics would be and what her character arc was going to be um, throughout the series. And um, the book, first book in the series actually starts with her father having died and she's being thrown into an, an opportunity to become a PI, a full, a full on PI. Um, and then in the second book, she's a little more settled into that position and, you know, it, going on for a new case. And that's the denied. Is that the latest it book? Is, yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. good. So, no, I was just going to ask what, what's, what's the plot of, of denied about. Let's get us a little about that. Yeah. So she is, um, has a former classmate uh, has approached her to help her find her missing father. Um, the classmate ha has a high risk pregnancy and, She's been estranged from her father um, for a little bit, and he doesn't even know she's pregnant. So Kelly, um, which we find out in book one, has quite a long list of her own dad issues. And so when the opportunity comes to help her friend find her missing father, she kind of grabs onto it. And she also knew the father from, you know, the the classroom days, high school days. And so she has a she has an invested interest in this as well. Um, but she's going to find that maybe there's some tragedy. It is a murder mystery after all. And uh, she's going to find out what the father was hiding, but it's also going to marry into her own issues with her own dad and finding out secrets again throughout the novel. So there's a lot of secrets and secret life and there's, you know, politicians and some mafia connections. There's all sorts of fun things in this book. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. And so for those people who are familiar with uh, with your books now, so what can they expect when they're reading one of your novels? They can expect it to be a little bit um, twisty because I do always like to have a twist at the end. I definitely am big on family throughout this book. I think, you know, who we are and who Kelly Pruitt is, is really defined by the people around her. Um, and how she relates to them and the different relationships for Kelly. Um, it's a struggle to let people in and to have people help her. And so, you know, it's definitely a book, uh, my whole series, I really feel like I dig into um, the heart of the, of Kelly and her family. And so they can, you know, can expect not just a plot driven, but also, you know, more emotional aspects of the book as well. Yeah. So how do you go about preparing when you're writing your, writing your book? Can you tell us, uh, kind of walk us through that process? The preparing of writing the book? Mm -hmm. Yeah, before you start to write, do you do like a lot of research? What's that a lot of process like? Yeah, well, I don't do a lot of research prior. Um, I come up with an idea and I write the end of the book. That's usually where I start um, because I'm a visual person. And so I usually can see how I want the book to end, and which is kind of an odd way to look at it. I started, I suppose, but I just have a feel like of how I want this to resonate at the very end. And then I come up with the crime and um, then I start back at the beginning. And I usually write a back cover uh, copy first as well. And then I, if I'm excited by the idea and the thought and how that 
looks, then I start from the beginning and I just type. I am a pantser all the way for the most part. Um, I have gotten a little bit better as I've gotten older that I'll I'll plot out a few chapters ahead. But for the most part, I'm surprised just like the reader is as I kind of go through it. And I find that it's more organic for me and I come up with fresher ideas than if I tried to figure it all out in the beginning. And then I make lots of notes throughout my manuscript that says, go back and double check this and do my (laughs) research on this at that point. Um, But, you know, I try not to let that interrupt the flow in the beginning. And what do you use to to write your books? Do you use like Word or some other software program? Yeah, I'm Word person all the way. I am, you know, because I think I was in legal work, you know, secretarial for so long. Um, I, you know, Word Perfect, you know, was kind of the thing. Um, So yeah, I'm a Word girl all the way. Oh, WordPerfect. I remember WordPerfect. Yeah, back in the day. <laughs> yeah, the blue, blue screen. <laughs> That's right. Did I just date myself? <laughs> oh, yeah. I read it somewhere. I don't know what, yeah. what it is. I saw a picture. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so did your background now, you, so you you had that background in the, in the legal field. Did you, did that, has that, do you find drawing back on that? Did you like meet actual PIs during that time? Uh, how has that influenced it? I did. I actually worked, um, you know, hand in hand, not really like you assigning cases, I guess, you know, with the with the attorney, the attorney, of course, is always in charge of all of that. But, you know, there would be cases that um, we'd be calling them on them to do investigation or witness statements or interviews um, or to find somebody. Um, And so, yeah, I personally knew a particular PI and um, and of course, he was male. I'd never met a female PI, which is was kind of interesting to me. And part of why I wanted to write a female PI as well, you know, like hey, we need more female PIs in this world. Um, but you know, I did get definitely get some of that influence and was able to chat up some details, even when I was writing way back then. So, hmm. and is uh, any part of you, any uh, of your background or experiences in uh, Kelly Pruitt, or is that totally figment of your imagination? <laughs> <laughs> it is a figment of my imagination. Kelly Pruitt is way braver than I would ever be. Um, I'd be running like hell the opposite direction. Somebody points anything at me like a gun, but uh, <laughs> no, um, she's definitely her own person. You know, she's a single mom um, and she's balancing motherhood and uh, balancing a career choice. I lived under her father's shadow, trying to step out from underneath that. So she's definitely her, her own person. And so like when, when you're writing, writing a book, what's your writing day like? Do you like always have like the same spot or you mix it around? Do you have like set hours? Set hours for sure. So I'm a creature of routine. So I hit the office about 730 every morning and I write straight through probably till about 10. Um, so two to four hours a day, depending. And then I'll go back to it later in the day if I have time. Um I'm married. So, you know, it's a balancing act, right? I can't live in my office all day long, Um, but it's definitely routine. It's five to six days a week, two to four hours at a time. Try to get a word count in of about 2000 words a day. Um, But I try not to get too wrapped up into that. I try for a weekly goal because some days are just easier than others. You know, there's some days the story flows and some days it just, you know, comes out like a trickle. <laughs> You're like, yeah, well, that was the hardest sentence I ever typed in the planet. <laughs> so yeah, that's a good point too. Cause yeah, if you if you start freaking out about your missing word count goals and you kind of dig yourself in a hole sometimes. <laughs> you definitely do. You have to kind of go with it, right? Because yeah. it's 
it's not like it's can't, you know, we're solving cancer, or brain surgery, you know, brain surgery or something like that. Like it's a story and it has its own life to it. And you have to kind of just go with that sometimes. And I was wondering too, with the crazy year we've had with this, with the pandemic, uh, did that affect your writing process at all? Or, I mean, we, I guess we've, as writers, we've been self-isolating already before this. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of like we're home yeah. <laughs> we're, and we're even more home. Okay. That works. Um, you know, I just, I've actually been very creative during this time frame. I've actually drafted two additional novels and finished the third book in this series. So I have not found it to be a problem. In the very beginning, with all the news, I kind of got distracted for a little bit. But once I got back into the game, um, I just kind of kept my focus. And it's much better to be focused on writing a novel than listening to news any day of the week. So. Yeah, yeah. Or just about anything else, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, I was kind of curious too because I've been asking this of my guests now. So the pandemic is: How are you planning to handle it in the in your future books? Are you going to address it? Are you going to like ignore it? You know, if I, I think I'm going to ignore it to yeah. be honest. Um, if I were to feel like or a publisher or something said, you know, she, you should address it. I'm going to put it in the back, in the rear view mirror, you know, back in the day when there was a pandemic, <laughs> perhaps. but I really don't want to address it. I think, you know, people come to fiction to get away from reality to a certain degree. And, um, you know, I think I'll, I'll keep it that way. Yeah. I think so far the, uh, of the, guests on the podcast that have asked that question, I think it's like 99% are ignoring it. So yeah, I think that's a good plan. Yeah. I think we all have COVID fatigue anyway. So (laughs) (laughs) want to escape, escape the real world. Yes, I agree. (laughs) Yeah. So you said you have the, uh, the third book in the series, uh, written. So you're going to, is that going to come out next year or? Yeah. May, 2022. Uh, The title is deceived. The mm-hmm. publisher has already approved it. So it's going to cover art and, you know, hitting those next stages of where I'll get it back to proofread it. Yeah. How's that process for, for you? Do, do you like the that process of doing the rewrites and the revisions? And Yeah, I do like editing. I, you know, it's it's the place where you get to actually embellish and you know create the character and add more of the visceral responses and you know because in the first drafts of course you're just getting the story in and down and um I like editing yeah in fact I'm editing another book right now and I'm was just thinking this morning like I actually really love this process where you get to pull it all together yeah you say so you say you you wrote uh something else in a different series so do you like work on different series different uh universes at the same time or do you focus on one at a time one at a time generally so yeah so i've got this kelly pruitt series and then i sold a two book deal to another publisher that'll be out next year in september and that one is featuring a portland homicide detective turned small town sheriff in a small coastal town and then i'm i just finished a standalone so um, which is unrelated and it could have serious potential, but I really like it as a standalone. So we'll see what happens, but um, yeah, I'm always writing something. I, uh, I like to be challenged. So. What do you find the, your approach to writing part of a series versus a standalone? Was that the first time you've done a standalone? Is it, a, is it different? I guess it is the first time I've really done a standalone. It is a little bit different um, because you can have unresolved issues in a series, right? Mm -hmm. Because you know, you're going to address them in the second book or the third book or the full, you have a larger character arc to deal with. Um, So it was slightly different, but, you know, I found it was 
it was actually okay. It felt pretty good to just write a standalone. Although I write about this particular whip I just finished was about a paralegal, a little something I knew about. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was like, well, gosh, I could make her an investigator if, if somebody wanted this as a series, you know? So, so we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Never say never, right? <laughs> never say never. That's right. And so um, so what are you working on, uh, on now then? Just the editing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just Denai just came out. So, of course, I'm busy doing oh, yeah. a lot of promotion around that. Um, so this editing is working really nice for that at the moment. Um, and, yeah, so that's that's all I'm working out right now. And then I have to get that new series kind of smoothed out for the publisher she'll want that in here in a in a few months so um yeah so a lot of editing is in my summer future i think <laughs> okay so before i let you go i always like to ask my guests uh, for aspiring writers that are listening to this any advice i think the best advice i've ever received and the one that i constantly you know go back to is find your community um and i know it's said a lot but it's so true because Writing is such an isolating process and having someone that you can really talk to about those things and can cheer you on or pick you up on those days when you feel like you don't know what the hell you're doing. Um, I think it's so important and to give honest feedback, you know, for your work so that you have somebody and you also get to be a better writer when you're editing other people's work as well. So, you know, finding that community, finding that critique partners that you can work with. I think that's so important and just keep writing. I mean, just don't stop because you'll not get very far if you do. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So uh, where can the listeners find you? You have a website? I do. MaryKillieKoa.com. M-A-R-Y-K-E-L-I-I-K-O-A.com. Um, I just launched a brand new website. So all all the info about me is there and links for and information on my series. Um, and then of course my books are everywhere. Pretty much. You can either order them from the local bookstores or everywhere online. Okay. Awesome. And denied is your, is the latest and it's available now. So people should go check that out. Yeah. All right. All right. Great. Well, thank you, Mary, for being on the podcast. Really enjoyed talking with you. Thank you, Alan. I appreciate it. Aloha. Thank you for listening to meet the thriller author. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with one of your favorite writers of mysteries and thrillers. Or if this episode's guest is new to you, I hope you give their books a chance. Helping listeners discover new authors and books is one of the coolest outcomes of doing this podcast. As always, you can head over to thrillerauthors.com to sign up to my Thrilling Reads email list. That way you won't miss out on any great deals in thriller and mystery books. You can also check out all the links and resources in the show notes for this episode over at thrillerauthors.com. And also please do subscribe to this podcast if you haven't done so already and leave a rating and review wherever it is that you're listening to this uh, show. If you have done that already, I thank you. Uh, I really do appreciate your support. For my other links to my author website, social media haunts, and more uh, check out thrillingreads.com forward slash links all my links will be uh, on that uh, page so that's it for this episode Uh, see you next time and stay safe out there